Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. You're here because you want to learn about how to live a healthier life, how to live more sustainably, how to take your everyday actions and make them work for you and the planet. Sometimes it might feel like you've got this figured out and other times you probably feel lost. That's why I'm here. Together, we will learn how to live happier, healthier lives without the need to be perfect and always allowing space for a little cluelessness on this journey to living a more conscious life. This week on the podcast, I talked to Lindsay McCoy, the CEO and founder of Plain Products, my absolute fave bath and body products. We talk about the origin story of the company, living low waste, and so much more. Here we go. This podcast is supported by Parade Underwear. Parade believes that the materials that touch your skin should be as comfortable as possible wherever life takes you. That's why their styles come in a large range of fabrics, from seamless universal that disappears under clothes to cozy waffles plush comfort that keep you comfy on every occasion. Parade understands that everyone deserves to express themselves however they choose because we're all unique. And Parade knows that there's no parade without our planet. They strive to make all of their products from reclaimed, recycled, responsible, renewable, or regenerative materials. This is really a win-win-win. I love Parade. I've been wearing them for a while now, and I can't recommend them enough. And of course, we love the mission. Use code consciously.carly for 20% off your first order. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-L-Y dot c-a-r-l-y consciously dot carly enjoy your new undies there was a spectrum from clueless to conscious the title of the (laughs) podcast where are you at right now oh aren't we all just constantly bouncing in between yeah i think i'm in a good place right now moving more more towards conscious but Mm. i was sick a lot this winter and i've actually been healthy for the last two months and so i've been feeling good i've been exercising more i've been eating better and that just kind of yeah everything feel a little bit better a little more grounded Mm -hmm. a little more conscious with more. Yes. Yes. <laughs> able to handle all the other things. Able. If you had asked me in January, I was definitely towards the clueless end of the spectrum, like just holding on, but I'm feeling pretty good today. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So you are the co-founder of Plain Products. Yes. So I don't know how much you want me to go into the background of it right now, but that- honestly, go for it. I want all the info. So my background is actually in nonprofit management. So when I was in college, if you wanted to do good in the world, you didn't go into business. You Mm. did something else. So I went to graduate school and studied public policy and ended up getting a master's in nonprofit management and moved to Colorado and working there. And then I met my husband, who's from the Bahamas, and I got to move to the Bahamas, which was lovely. Wow. And yeah, big bonus. There, there was a nonprofit that was looking for an executive director, which I was qualified to do, but it was an environmental education group, which I didn't Mm. have a lot of experience in, except that I lived in Boulder, Colorado. And so I knew what the term zero waste was because of the farmer's market. And I was familiar. I just by osmosis absorbed (laughs) some things. So I ended up taking that position and just started learning a ton. I mean, I got super lucky. I got to hang out with all these amazing scientists that were coming to the Bahamas to do work. I got to go all over the place. And I would go to these remote places with these scientists and see plastic. And I would do beach cleanups with kids and see plastic. 
there. And I would just be out and about, or I'd end up at a dump for some reason and see plastic. And so I, in my own life, just started to get, I just, I didn't want to keep contributing to all of this plastic. And then I heard there could be more plastic than fish in the ocean by 2050. This was like 2015, which sounds crazy unless you live on a small island Mm. and they don't have the same infrastructure to make things disappear the way we do here in the States. So you see it in a whole different way. So I was carrying the reusable bags, the reusable water bottles, doing all that stuff, but I could not find a solution for all of these plastic bottles in my shower and they were driving me crazy. Looming, just like staring at you. And this will betray my age, but I was like, why can't it be like Netflix, how it used to be, where you would get a DVD and then you'd watch it and then you'd send it back. I was like, why can't we just do that with bottles? It was so exciting. Just a pause. That was such an exciting time to be alive. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you had to wait. You had to wait for it to show up in the mail. And like you watch it and try to get it out in the mail the next day. So your next yes. one would come. And yeah, yes. it's a whole different world back then. But was. that was my vision for, yes. for shampoo bottles. And so I called my sister, which is how we started this whole conversation is that I'm a co-founder. And we are very different people. I love her dearly, but she is much more, she's got a design background. She Mm. is very specific in her wants and needs. And so I knew I'm a problem solver and I'm a good enough and move on person. And so between the two of us, she, as she said, she never would have launched a company and I would have launched a company way too soon. It's good enough. This is So you've like met in the middle, hopefully, right? Yes. She made me wait a lot longer than I would have wanted to, made me go through a lot more manufacturers, a lot more design rounds, and I made her actually do it. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a good we're match. Just, we're going. Like, yes, it's yeah. still not perfect, but it's way better than it was. So yeah, so we're co-founders and we finally launched in February of 2017. So the jump from, I am working in the Bahamas and I'm seeing this plastic, <laughs> I'm seeing this waste, I'm going to do something about it. I, did we, did we really just jump to, I'm going to start a business? Oh, I mean, you, we, in 2015, we started talking about starting a business and then it was like a year and a half of just learning and talking and calling and emailing and humbling myself before others of, I just don't know anything about this. What can you teach me? What do you think about these ingredients? What do you think about this idea? Calling back. this model saying, didn't exist. This model didn't exist. Nobody was doing this. A lot of people. Even in other countries or anything? Like you couldn't. Not that we could find. I think so it did exist in like in the fifties with the milkman. People talk about right. that. So it's not that nobody had ever done it, but you an e-commerce site, using the mail to move it around, that was all new. And it's so funny, you're starting an e-commerce business, everybody's like, what are your keywords? What is your search engine? And I was like, I don't really know yet. We don't really know what this is going to be like. Is it refill? Is it reuse? Is it like, right. like, how do we describe it? Like, people don't even know to look for it. It doesn't exist. These were the yeah. conversations that we were having for... And still, to some extent, are having. Like, the reuse movement is still very young. Mm -hmm. So I think we're all still, what are we calling? How do we describe it? How do we explain it to people in a way that makes sense? That's so interesting that you said that. I didn't think about it in that way. Whereas if you are, and I don't mean just, but if you are simply coming up with a sustainably made product without the reuse and send in your bottles, even just a product, 
you're breaking into an industry that already exists. So you're competing, but I bet there's probably pros and cons to busting in with a new model. For sure. The fun thing was, is that got to work with a lot of bloggers and what would now be called influencers, again, a little early in that movement, but who were like, oh, this is really cool. This is something different. There's a story to tell. We got a lot of support, grassroots support as we were getting started because it was something different. The complicated pieces, it's more than just selling it. We're trying to explain a whole new way of consuming. You buy it, right. you get a refill, you send the empty one back. We re- I mean, we still, every day, how do we say it different? How do we explain it in a few words? How do we tell that story of the clean ingredients and the reusable packaging and that there's yeah. just there's a lot to squeeze in and the internet is a crowded place these days and it's hard to grab people's attention we're just we're always working on it that's really incredible obviously jumping into this executive director position in the bahamas sparked your interest in sustainability or did you mm-hmm. have any of that interest before no in a general care about the planet way right Right. But not in a specific, my, my background was much more in sort of women and children and education and empowerment. Okay. And that piece was more what I had focused on in grad school and earlier in my career. So this, again, the beauty of living in Boulder, Colorado, there's so many people so worried about it. Didn't feel like something I needed to take on. And then I moved to this mm-hmm. other place where that was an, a new topic for the Bahamas. The Bahamas is these beautiful string of islands in the Atlantic Ocean, but they have a very low per capita density. There's not a lot of people living there across the islands. Everybody's mostly Mm -hmm. in the capital Nassau. So they still have a lot of natural resources just by by luck, by geography. So this, they're now talking about conservation in a whole different way. They're talking about how to keep those resources, how not to overexploit them, where they still have animals that are extinct in many other places. So it was the environmental movement was new there. And it was very exciting to get in on the ground and be a part of that and see it. It led to a passion for it in a whole different way. Yeah, I imagine because you're watching it unfold right in front of you. Yeah. And there, there are still things like, I don't, for those of you who have ever been to like the Florida, they serve conch fritters, which is, it's spelled C-O-N-C-H. But they're pretty much extinct in Florida, but they still have them in the Bahamas. And they, that's oh, wow. cool, they still have them in the Bahamas. And you get the dichotomy between overfished and reefs that are dying. And then you go to this place and they're beautiful and they're alive. And you're like, oh, God, we got to save this. And then you see yeah. a plastic bag floating <laughs> on the reef right. or rope or trash. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. You just, you when you get to spend time in these beautiful places and you see what we're doing to them, just feel it in a whole different way. I think we've become, like I said, here in the States, there are beautiful places, but the landfills are tucked away. It's hidden. It's hidden. And so I got the luck of having having all that right in front of me. So how has this journey that you've been on truly of that position to starting this business, how has that influenced how you live maybe sustainably or think about the environment in other areas of your life? We at the company, which is probably because it's my sort of motto, but we have this progress, not perfection month that we talk about. One of my concerns, fears, whatever with environmentalism and sustainability is that a lot of people tend to like turn on each other for not being good enough. Oh, you're not green enough, or that's not good enough, or there's a problem with that, or this should be better. It should be perfect. And I'm like, man, 
there's nobody is perfect. I there's mean, a lot of infighting you know, and like vegan. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of and I'm like my attitude with it is okay. There's a lot of great sustainable products, and we're all on the same team, and we're just trying to move everybody over to this side of the street. And why would we fight with each other on this side of the street? There's a whole ton of battles to fight. <laughs> there's so much room to make the pie bigger and bring people over. Why right. tear each other apart? There's no one solution to any of these. So let's all just do our thing. Mm-hmm. And let's just keep trying to bring people over, not chase chase away the people we got. To I mention, to- why would the people want to cross the street if they look over and people are fighting with each other? Yeah, it's just, yes, exactly. Thank you for making the metaphor even better. I'm going to use that. No, so that's been my just progress, trying to learn, trying to, we started with a box and some bottles and we had fill in it. And we are like, oh, it'd be better if we weren't using fill. Let's try and get a better box that protects the bottles better. And we redesigned mm. that. And then we were like, oh, these bottles last longer if we can print them to fit. Let's do that. Oh, this works just yeah. a, I feel like all of it personally, professionally is just a constant journey, which sometimes means saying oh, I, that wasn't the right thing to do. I didn't know. I We were doing this. We didn't realize we were doing this. We shouldn't be doing it. Let's do something else. And you know, there's enough to say, sorry. Yeah, I was right. doing that. I made a mistake. Thank you for teaching me. And then let me try and do better. And I, there are new products all the time. There are innovations all the time. There's things that I learn about all the time that I'm like, oh, super. Like, Bamboo toothbrushes, great. Never thought about it. Toothpaste bites, love them. Hate not for mm-hmm. it. I'm like just always finding new and cool f- and trying to keep expanding. But sometimes we're late to practice, and my son doesn't have a water bottle, and we get a Gatorade and a plastic bottle. Like, right? It happens. <laughs> this life. Did you go through any sort of like hyper aware phase? I've talked about this with people specifically in like going vegan or something or jumping into environmentalism where you go through this like angry stage because the veil has been lifted. Why isn't everyone listening? Why aren't we doing more? Did you go through this phase of, oh my God, we have to do it now. Everyone listen. It's funny. I I think I went through that in the Bahamas when I was working and living there. There would be these awful short-sighted developments or uh, when people would want to come in just bulldoze everything and put up a water park or a hotel or a golf course or whatever. And you get involved in these fights. And the people who lived, the Bahamas has so many different islands, so it was very scattered. But the people who lived on that specific island were like, why doesn't everybody care about this is the most important thing that's happening, this right here. But so were the people on the other island that were having that fight. And so I think I got to see that in a different way of, yeah, whatever you're in, of course, that feels like the most important thing that you're doing. And we're, and that's like my, like, we're all fighting the fight. We're all just trying to do what we can. And I rely on other good people to solve other problems for me because I can't right. solve everything. But then separately from that, the plastic piece, yes. I think once you start seeing the plastic piece and realizing that it lasts forever and realizing that it's all going to end up in the waste stream, if it, even if it does get recycled once or twice, that that is hard to wrap your brain around and that we live in a society that it is impossible to avoid. At this point in my sustainability journey, I have tried lots of products. Plain Products is a clear winner, not only with their product, but their mission to eliminate single-use plastic from the bathroom. 
offering a line of toxin-free personal care products, plain products come in aluminum bottles that can be sent back and refilled time after time. Seriously, it's so cool. All of the products are vegan, non-GMO, cruelty-free, biodegradable, color-safe, and free of parabens, sulfates, and toxins. So it's good for the body and the planet. Get 20% off your first order of Plain Products with code CARLY20 at plainproducts.com. That's C-A-R-L-Y-2-0. Get sustainably clean today. Whether you're following a plant-based diet and looking for high-quality clean label protein, maybe you're managing severe allergies, perhaps you're committed to eating food that's good for you and the planet. At Joy, they believe everyone has the right to take control of what they consume. After all, in a chaotic world, the way we nourish our bodies is one of the few things we do have power over. Joy was born from the shared goal of creating high-quality, delicious, and sustainable plant milk. Concentrates of these different plant-based milks, options like cashew or hemp, are perfect for making a glass or using in a recipe. Get 10% off your order with code CONSCIOUSLYCARLY. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-L-Y-C-A-R-L-Y. Consciously Carly for 10% off your order at Joy. Add some joy to your diet. Right. A lot of people have spent a lot of time and a lot of money to move us to this disposable society where we are expected to just buy things and throw them away because then they just keep making more money. And so just accepting (laughs) that sometimes you just have to do it. Even if you don't, you just have to buy that thing because that's just the only way that you can get it for whatever reason you need it. Okay. Like that was the hardest piece for me is like seeing it, understanding it, and then still having, because of where we're living and and everything, having to participate in it in a way that I don't want to, but it's the reality, which is why we're trying to work to change it, but we haven't changed it yet. I was, I don't know. There was a big piece Ayana Elizabeth Johnson did through one of her podcasts talking about how your environmental footprint is like something that other people created to make us feel guilty about what we do when it's really the larger system that's the problem. And that was really like life-changing for me was, okay, yes, I want to try and do all these things. Yes, I want to try and have a lighter footprint, but really it's the larger system that needs to change and work with it. And you can get so distracted by living this perfect life that you don't ever look outside and think about the fossil fuel industries trying to double down on plastics and put more plastic plants all over the world as we move away from gas. So there's huge things going on globally that we need to be paying attention to. And while it's good to do what you can individually, it's also good to look up and be like, oh, (laughs) this is a system that I live in and we need to change the system. It's not my fault that I just had that Gatorade bottle for my son. That is not right. Let's break the camel's back. It's that I can't go take a stupid water bottle to the gas station and fill up Gatorade there and 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 be done with it and be done with like, that's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like it's, it's such a, it's a seemingly simple concept, right? But an early interview on this podcast a couple of years ago, someone said, yeah, you can't be perfect in an imperfect world. And it's such a simple phrase, but I come back to that again and again, because that obsession I had in the beginning, I remember crying at a restaurant because I was accidentally given a plastic straw, like the level of, they're just going to go throw it away. Once it's there, 
it's too, I've certainly had that as well. I'm like, just take it. I know you're like, no. like it's slow no. motion. And you just know they're just going to go check it in the trash anyway. Yes, exactly. But it's so important to remember that because if you fall prey to that idea of trying to be perfect in this imperfect world, then you, like you said, you're distracted from being able to make change and you're just not taking care of yourself. You're driving yourself nuts. Oh yeah. Guilt and shame are just such unhealthy emotions for all of us. And I do really think, again, part of the environmental problem is that people just shut down. Like they feel bad, they shut down. And so they're like, I just rather not think about it at all because it makes me feel bad. Right. As opposed to, all right, doing what I can, like celebrate the win today. Yeah. That's great. And just keep trying. Did you have people in your life when you were beginning this venture of starting this business that were like, what? Why? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say it was just at the beginning. No, it is always fascinating to to talk to people about what I do. And there are some people that are like, that's so cool. And there are other people who are like, you can just see they're like, why would you do that? Yeah. It doesn't compute. It just doesn't compute. Like I don't, what's wrong with the system we have now? And that's right. you know, a whole other conversation. Yes, there may be people who thought we were crazy and continues today. What I appreciate about the content that you put out for the business is that it does, it does toe that line of being honest. Like even on your website, it says like every piece of plastic that was ever created still exists. Think about that for a second, because there's a level of honesty that is required of this is the problem, but it's not a guilt. It's a here's one possible solution. I don't think it's ever fair to point out a problem without giving somebody a mm. solution or a suggestion or opening a door. My husband makes documentaries, and so we're always watching them because he's just that's his world. Yeah. And I love the ones that say, and here's things you can do, or here's who's working on this, or here's, like I said, open a door at the end and tell me what I can do because there's nothing worse than being presented with a lot of awful things and then the credits roll. And you're like, oh, right. it's so worse. It's all over. Just forget about it. Yeah, talk about oh, hopelessness. You know, what I keep saying is the great thing about this problem and maybe part of why I wanted to dig into it's like, there's a solution. Yeah, we don't have to use all this plastic. Turns out the world worked pretty well for a long time without any of it before they started selling it to us. So we just get to make different choices. Mm -hmm. And that is super exciting to me. Like it's, there are a lot of problems we face and a lot of complicated solutions. This is a relatively easy, there are some, they just buy, buy different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. I was reading an article the other day about how there are more solutions to the climate crisis than maybe mainstream media would want you to believe because it's, that's not doomsday. That's not scaring you into doing nothing. But I was, I was reading like, there's actually like, we could do this right now. Yeah. Have you seen, I think it's called project drawdown and it talks, it's got like a hundred different different climate solutions and like what their impacts would be. And they're all things that are happening. And it makes you, it's that exact thing of it makes you feel so hopeful. You're like, oh, everybody keeps saying we can solve this. We just lack the political will. And 
I think that there's so much fear associated with even tackling it. Mm. Everybody just assumes that, oh my God, life is just going to be awful post fossil fuels. There's just been this huge campaign of it's going to be awful. You're going to have to give up everything. We're all just going to be like living in cardboard boxes, like walking around, no (laughs) television. That's not obviously the reality. We have tons of great options. Clean energy has come such a long way. We're figuring out batteries. We're figuring out electric cars. There's lots of good stuff that's happening, but everybody has been so terrified for so long that the world's going to end if we have to get off fossil fuels that they just have been shut down. So it does give me hope. And then you turn around and you see everybody so against it and you're like, oh, we do still have a lot of work to do. But I think staying positive and like our earlier conversation of just trying to bring people over in whatever way you can to like, see, it's not so bad. We've got good shampoo and conditioner and they actually work. Like there's good stuff over here. Your electric vehicle can go just as fast as your fossil fuel one. It's amazing. You're going to be fine. I will just say for some shameless promotion, it's been a few years now in my sustainability journey and Uh, You can't see it now, but I have a whole bunch of hair and I have tried some things that didn't work so well. I've tried some things that were okay, but plain products is what I've landed on now for quite a while. And even before I started working with you all as an affiliate, which is just recent, I've just been telling people because I really love your products. Thank you. And as I mentioned earlier, that is all a testament to my sister. Because she, I was like, we got, we obviously we're not going to start making stuff ourselves. So we were working with different private manufacturers right. to come up with different formulas. And we got one and I was like, it's fine. She's like, no, this is terrible. And you were like, it's soap. Let's go. <laughs> and she was like, no, this is terrible. And so we kept, <laughs> nope, keep going. And she really towed the line. And I do think there was certainly a time in the 90s or you're like, oh, I'm going to do it for the planet. This is not a great product, but whatever. It's, it makes me feel good. And it's great that we don't have to do that anymore. Right. That science has saved us. And now they can make these incredible vegan, chemical-free, aloe-based, yummy products that aren't mm-hmm. bad for us and work. It's, it's miraculous as far as I'm concerned. But again, we weird, smart little monkeys. We can figure stuff out when properly motivated. (laughs) And there just had to be demand for it. That's so interesting. You just said when properly motivated. So where do you like continue to get this motivation from to move forward when you see the plastic and you see the stuff? Because I go back and forth sometimes, right? Like it's, you're really hopeful. And then you're like, holy shit. (laughs) what is what's going on oh my gosh so plain products is based in cincinnati ohio i actually live in north carolina my bohemian husband was not moving to the midwest so i live in fair enough north carolina so i'm in the southlands so like Mm -hmm. all of my neighbors trash cans are like overflowing and they don't even have a recycling can whereas our recycling cans overflowing and like we barely have a trash can yeah so i live in it every You're not in Boulder, Colorado. I am not, I'm not in Boulder, Colorado. I'm not in California. I'm not. No, I am in none of those places. So it can be very easy to be like, oh my gosh, this is nobody's ever going to change. But every day people show up on our website and buy stuff. Yeah. New people. 
and they write us notes like, thank you. I've been looking for this. So that keeps me motivated. I just gave myself goosebumps. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That gives, that keeps me motivated. Just that there are people who are looking for solutions and are able to keep our metaphor going, like looking across the street and being like, Hey, what's, how's life over there? Is it okay? Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Is my hair still going to be okay if I come over? Or am I like, what's going to happen? So that just, yeah, there are days when you're like, ugh. <laughs> but then you go to bed early and wake up the next day and feel better or somebody says a nice thing or says that they appreciate what they're doing. And I, I often write back to people, I'm like, they say something nice. And I'm like, thank you. Like, I know it takes a lot to write that one extra email or stick a note in it. And because we're just, so good at complaining, we oh reach out goodness. when we're pissed, which obviously you understand you have a, you have a business, but we're, I try and be really intentional when I love something to just reach out and be like, I love this. Yes. And, and on behalf of business everywhere, we appreciate it. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you yeah. for those. It does keep us going. It is kind. And I try and do the same thing too, because I know how much it means mm-hmm. to me to just put that little, thanks, this is great. Or reach out, just not to complain. Yeah. I respond to newsletters once in a while. Cause when people respond to my newsletter, it just makes, it just makes me so happy. I'm so excited. Somebody read it. Like, yeah, they, exactly. They, like, they opened it then they actually read it. Yeah. You had a thought and you had to share it about my newsletter that I took yeah. too much time to write. I'm so happy to hear from you. So sometimes I just even do that because you know how it feels on the receiving end. It is because you do take so much time and care and then you send stuff out into the world and you're like, is anybody out there? Is anybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how do you take care of yourself with all of this stuff? Like, what are your strategies for that? Because People in this field, we got to take care of ourselves more. It took me a while to figure that out. I think as women, we tend to take care of other people more. And it took a lot of where are you in your priority list? Like, where's, because I'd be like, are you okay? Are you okay? You got this? Are you getting some time off? And so it took me a while to figure that out, that I needed to do the same thing. So I have become much more dedicated to getting outside during the day at some point, like taking the dog for a walk, getting a yoga class or some sort Mm -hmm. of exercise in, making sure I get some sleep. There's, especially when you're running your own business, when you're doing your own thing, there's always stuff you can be doing. Oh yeah. 24 seven. But I, the other, I I have a teenager and he wanted to go climbing and I was like, so we were going to drive to another place and do it. And I was like, I am going to leave my laptop at home. Big deal. Everybody in my yep. room, like, everybody's like, you are? So it's like, <laughs> are you, know, you feeling just, okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to make it? But that's, it's important that stepping away for a bit here and there and getting your head out of it is important. Mm-hmm. And then they really say, which I'm still figuring out as you're trying to grow your business, you have to work on your business, not in your business, which sounds yeah. Like blah, 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 but it's no, like it's you gotta... one of those eye rolly things. That's true. Exactly. You know what? <laughs> I would weigh, it's way easier for me to sit and do customer service and do other stuff all day than it is to step back and be like, what are we going to do next? Yeah. What? What's going to move? Let me think. Cause it doesn't feel as productive 
to do that, to step back mm-hmm. and think about it or go for a walk and think about it or listen to a podcast and not be like, yeah. Um, so that's the other thing is to try and like, it's okay to change my computer in the middle of the day and be thinking about it or be outside or take some time and just give a little space be- and just see what comes up because that's usually when you're like oh what about this partnership or what about this idea I'm sure everybody on my team super loves it when I come back from one of those walks I'm like (laughs) (laughs) brainstorm (laughs) session (laughs) yeah they're like stop going on walks (laughs) yes exactly you sure you don't want to just yeah but I think all those things are important and, and just, and then being disciplined about it. I've actually gotten better about putting stuff in my, like putting yoga classes in my calendar. Yeah. Walks in my calendar because otherwise I just fill it up and then I'm like, yep. oh, it's six o'clock and I'm exhausted and I don't feel like doing anything and I haven't moved. And if I like put this setting on my stupid watch to tell me to get up every hour, just because yep. it's because you got to do it. Because otherwise yep. it's been three hours and I haven't moved and I've got like sciatic pain shooting down my leg and it's just all the fun things. All the super so, fun things. All the super fun things. Is there anything else you want to share with listeners that I maybe haven't given you space to do so? I don't know. This has been so fun. This has been a blast. I would probably, I guess I should actually explain how our system works. So maybe oh, I yeah, should. Maybe that would be good, huh? We're just like bopping all over. I really love our energy, but that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get accused occasionally of not being the best business person because I'm like, let me talk about plastic. Let me talk about awareness. I don't care if you buy our stuff, just reuse your water bottle. It's okay. Do better. Oh. And they're like, no, they need yeah. to buy our products. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've gotten notes for sure. Could you talk about what we sell and how we sell it, please? Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So, plain yes. products. Yes. Go to the website, you pick one of our amazing 14 to 16 products. We just added a styling gel and a deep conditioner. So we've got styling stuff and facial stuff and hair stuff and body stuff. And you buy it and it comes with a pump. And then this is the cool part. You come back, you order a refill, and we send you just the refill bottle and a return label. And And the bottles are aluminum. And the bottles are aluminum. But then all by yourself, you switch the pump over and just send us back the empty one. And then we take care of washing it and refilling it and reusing it. And because they're aluminum, once they've gone around as many times as they can, we'll recycle them. And this is something that I learned. Aluminum, there's no what they call quality loss when you melt it down. So it just turns right back into more aluminum. It can be recycled infinitely. It never needs to be thrown away. Whereas plastic, when you melt it down, usually the chemical makeup magic changes. And so they can only reuse it a few times before it's going to end up getting thrown away anyway. So while it is great to recycle everything, unfortunately, plastic is still going to end up in the waste stream at some point. Right. Unfortunately, plastic is also very just more complicated to recycle because there's so many different yeah. types of mix it and all that stuff. So most of it doesn't get recycled. But paper, glass, and all metals are way easier and more likely to be recycled and stay in, in the system much, much longer. So when you're looking at all of your options in the grocery store, think glass, paper, metal first. And then as a last resort, if you need the thing, it's not your fault, still buy it, but then send a note to the manufacturer and ask them if they could change their packaging. 
Yes. Yes. I love that. You never know. You never know. If a lot of people do it, businesses are, unfortunately, most businesses are motivated by money. And if their customers keep demanding things or tell them that they're going to go elsewhere, that's often how change happens. So there thank you, you for explaining how <laughs> the system works. <laughs> now we sell products that we're not yes, just yes, out yes. crusading. Yeah, that's an important note. And use Carly's coupon when you buy your products. Carly 20. I also love the ease of a reuse system. I've realized that having a subscription or having a reuse system actually also just saves me from buying stuff. I have my who gives a crap toilet paper that comes automatically. So I don't have to go to Target and browse and buy shit. I have That's like a dangerous just, thing. Yeah. It's like yes. I have my bite toothpaste tabs and brush that comes automatically every couple months. I don't have to think about it and I don't buy shit I don't need. So I actually really am loving this like, these subscription systems from sustainable companies. It's so lovely. No, and you're absolutely right. I didn't- that. But yeah, if you're not going to the store to get that, then you end up not buying a lot of other stuff that you don't need because we all, all know it is impossible to go into Target, say, and not drop $100 on stuff exactly. that was not even on your list because you just see it. And, you feel like you black out. <laughs> it's just, just you're like, like a weird... I'm just walking out with all of this stuff and I didn't I came in for a toothbrush. Like a fever dream. <laughs> yeah. It is a consumer fever dream. Exactly. Consumer fever dream. That's we should trademark that. Yes, t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. Thank you for sharing all of that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, put it on social media. Don't forget to tag me. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, leave a review. Reviews and shares help more people to see the podcast and join in on the fun. If you want to make sure to stay up to date on future episodes, follow me at Consciously Carly on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Pinterest, and head to consciouslycarly.com to sign up for the newsletter. Ready for more Conscious Living content? Check out patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and join the exclusive community over there. And finally, if you're ready to take better care of yourself and the world, let's work together. Click the link in the show notes to head to the website, find out more, and schedule a free discovery call with me. Chat soon. This podcast is supported by North. North's mission is to provide unique and innovative cannabis products to help bring peace, calm, and healthy alternatives to their consumers. All of their products have been meticulously designed and formulated by co-founders Brandon and Mike to ensure that their customers receive nothing but the highest quality. Currently, they offer three product lines, Vibes, a THC CBD seltzer, gummies, THC gummies, and fusions, a CBD wellness beverage. I'm a huge fan of the THC CBD seltzer. My current favorite flavor, blackberry mango. Use code CARLY15 to get 15% off your order at drinkthenorth.com. That's C-A-R-L-Y-1-5, or hit the link in the show notes. Enjoy drinking the North.